This is Andrew Schultz. I'm the sales manager for CHS Ag Services. We're pleased to bring you this update from the Red River Farm Network. CHS Ag Services, providing solutions for your success. Good Monday morning. It's time for Farm News on the Red River Farm Network. I'm Don Wick with Randy Conan in studio. We'll have a report from Whitney Pittman as well. Widespread fog is being seen this morning in eastern, in the eastern Dakotas and into western Minnesota. The National Weather Service expects a weak clipper system to move southeast, bringing light snow from northwest and central North Dakota into far southeastern North Dakota this afternoon. There is snow showing up on radar at this hour, extending from Saskatchewan south through the western Dakotas. Areas receiving snow at this hour include Stanley, Hazen, and Carson, North Dakota, south to Mobridge, Harriet, and Pier. There were no weather surprises over the weekend in South America. World Weather Incorporated reports Brazil had pockets in south-central Monte Grosso, receiving one to two inches of rain. Some of the driest areas of Monte Grosso de Sul and Paraná remain dry. Highs remain in the 90s to low triple digits. The Biden administration is striving to improve protections for farmers and ranchers who face predatory and anti-competitive practices by large meat packers. The South Dakota Farmers Union hosted a panel discussion about market concentration at its annual convention. During that discussion, Justice Department Deputy Assistant Attorney General Michael Cadis said there are concerns about the way livestock markets are operating. This is an area we feel very strongly about that we have a commitment to try to promote competitive markets, particularly in ag and particularly in livestock. Um, so these are the kinds of things we, we want to hear about and we, you know, we will, we will do, deal with them you know, with all honesty and, and to the best of our ability. Um, Oklahoma Farmers Union President Scott Bluebaugh emphasized retaliation is real. We have uh, cattle producers, chicken producers come and talk to, talk to us and, and they will tell us what's going on. But when we ask them to meet with a, a U.S. attorney or uh, an investigator, um, they get very, very scared very fast. And that's because they're still in business. And, and those, those folks that they're doing business with operate pretty much like the mafia does. And so if you testify against the, uh, the, the godfathers, uh, they're coming after you, right? That panel discussion also included two South Dakota cattle producers. In his address to the South Dakota Farmers Union, National Farmers Union President Rob LaRue acknowledged the public's frustration with Congress. Now look, I am one of the first to say it's not always a bad thing when Congress can't do something, because that means they can't do something bad either, right? But when they are so dysfunctional that they can't get a bill uh, uh, so important, like the farm bill across, uh, I think is, is really a sad state uh, of the union right now. LaRue said the Agriculture Committee leadership is prepared to move the farm bill forward, and it's important to get it done in the first quarter to avoid election year politics. I don't care who's running for election. Uh, anytime you have those kind of dynamics, there's very little that's going to get done in Congress, even in a good time. Um, after that first quarter, uh, certainly as we slide into the rest of the year. So chances are still, I think, really tough, uh, but there is a chance to get a farm bill done. Um, and I uh, will be working with a lot of farm groups out there uh, to make sure that our leaders uh, try to get that work done uh, in the first quarter. 
Crude oil prices are edging lower this morning, with investors still skeptical about the latest OPEC Plus decision on production cuts. Those decisions are voluntary, and traders are questioning if OPEC countries will fully implement those production cutbacks. The tensions in the Middle East are also ramping up, with the fighting continuing in Gaza. The three commercial ships also came under attack in international waters in the Red Sea over the weekend. The Treasury Department expected to release its guidance for sustainable aviation fuel by the end of the year. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack made that prediction in an interview with the Reuters News Service. The guidance was expected to be released in September, but there's been some pushback from environmental groups. Vilsack said he's confident corn-based ethanol will qualify for the sustainable aviation fuel tax incentives. Aviation influenza, avian influenza rather, is, the, is on the rise again. That according to USDA, nearly 7.6 million birds affected in November, up from 1.4 million in October. You're listening to the Red River Farm Network. Monday Farm News on the Red River Farm Network. Construction on another soybean crush facility is on schedule in North Dakota. Red River Farm Network farm broadcaster Whitney Pittman has more. North Dakota soybean processors broke ground at Castleton for their new facility in August of 2022. North Dakota Soybean Processors Commercial Manager Bill McBee says the crush plant could start taking beans as early as July of 24. Construction is uh, moving along well. Uh, good weather is helping. Uh, we're in the process of uh, getting the building's siding put up uh, so that we can work this winter to, to get everything finished on the inside. Uh, we're probably about halfway through construction. We, we broke ground August of last year, and uh, right now we're looking to, uh, to start up uh, late summer of next year. We'll need some old crop beans to start up the plant and then uh, hopefully be uh, have everything in working order to hit the ground running when, when fall harvest hits. Major pieces are going in for progress to continue throughout winter. So we had a, we had a couple big pieces of vitamins that had to be shipped in and uh, was uh, worried about that, and that, that actually got, got here and got, got to us um, in time. And that's what we needed to get in the buildings and then get the buildings completed around them. So, nope, we're... Uh, uh, knock on wood here, everything seems to be going good and, and staying on schedule. When we do get up and running, we'll be processing 125,000 bushels per day. Uh, it's going to be approximately 42.5 million bushels per year. Reporting agriculture's business, I'm Whitney Pittman on the Red River Farm Network. University of Minnesota Extension corn agronomist Jeff Coulter says the biggest challenge farmers faced in the state during this past growing season was drought. Not a lot of uh, big challenges other than the dry weather. We just didn't have a lot of rain. Um, you know, we had, there was a few timely rains kind of in later May and June. Um, but other than that, there really wasn't a lot, a lot of rain until late in the growing season. Um, but, you know, a lot of the farmers that I know of were quite surprised with the yields. Um, you know, they weren't terrible and uh, kind of just wondering where did the yields come from. So uh, 
I guess they were pleasantly surprised uh, from that standpoint. There are mixed feelings going into next year's growing season. Just based on thinking about the soil profile and how much moisture is in there, and if it's kind of on the drier side right now, that could be on one hand beneficial to allow timely planting in the spring if we don't get a lot of rainfall then. But on the other hand, um, you know, we may not have a lot of reserves growing into the going into the mid-growing season next year. So timely rains are probably still going to be important as we go into next year. But I think people are pretty happy for the most part with the yields that they got and a lot of uh, fall fertilization and tillage has gotten done. So that kind of uh, gives us a little step forward as we think about going into the next year. The American Malting Barley Association has adopted a new three-year strategic plan. The plan has four areas of focus, beginning with an emphasis on improving crop quality. The group also aims to support its advocacy efforts, develop industry leaders, and engage in membership. A set of metrics and a timeline was created for the implementation of that strategic plan. Hackett Financial Advisors President and CEO Sean Hackett does extensive research on long-term weather cycles and discussed the spring planting weather outlook during the South Dakota Farmers Union Convention. We think that this is a high, high probability year for a hard, late freeze. Late April into mid-May from a fall spring in April. Every cycle that we follow that has been involved with creating hard, late freezes is in place. Does that mean it's going to happen? No, but it means that this is, if it's going to happen, this is the year to happen. We had the same forecast for Brazil frost a few years back, and we had three, a triple frost in July for the first time in 26 years. If the weather cooperates, many farmers like to be in the field in April. But this could really, really mix up the apple cart for the planting season and for what the prospects are for grain production, especially corn. So be on the lookout and be mindful of, you know, maybe not getting, too, not getting too carried away with getting plantings done too fast here. You might want to spread it out and spread the risk out because we think this is an exceptional risk this year. You're listening to the Red River Farm Network. Good morning. Welcome to Inside Agriculture on the Red River Farm Network. American Crystal Sugar Company stock continues to trade at record levels. Yeah, the, definitely with the payment that came out, uh, the prices really surged. Uh, last sale was fifty-eight fifty per share, which is an all-time record. And the volume's actually been higher than normal for this time of year. Red River Land Company President Chris Griffin says farmland values are also holding up. Well, the land values, especially in the valley, I think even influenced by the beet payment, uh, have been extremely strong. There's been some very high sales. Uh, things are maybe a little spottier when you get out of the valley. Still strong, but uh, one sale might be real strong and the next one not as, not as much. As plans come together for the 2024 growing season, Bravant Seed Retail Product Agronomist Caleb Quinlan is asking growers to mix things up. I think more people are just looking to diversify their portfolio a little bit, you know, put more stock into some different hybrids, some different varieties, just so they don't put all their eggs in one basket. So I think that that's important to, to do, especially as farmers grow larger, you know, just to diversify a little bit. 
The technology is always changing, and new genetics should get a try. I think it's important that they take uh, a little bit, but uh, not their not their entire farm. You know, you keep using what you've found consistent on your own farm and mix in some new stuff to bring success to your farm. USDA is extending a trial program that allows six U.S. meat packers to operate at faster line speeds. This pilot program was put in place for the pork processing plants. The government wants more time to evaluate worker safety. The Packers were given another 90 days to provide that information. Let's check markets this morning. A mixed go for wheat. The March Minneapolis wheat contract three quarters of a cent higher now at 731. The May contract down two cents. Chicago wheat for March priced at 608 and a quarter. That's five and a half higher. KC wheat March 648 and a half, one and three quarter higher. The corn market were down one and a half cents for the March contract, 483 and a quarter. July down one and a half. And for soybeans, the market down nine and three quarter cents for January, 1315 and a quarter. March soybeans also down by nine and three quarter cents. Still plenty of meetings on the winter meeting schedule here. There's a session called Design Your Succession, a plan for farmers and ranchers. That's going on tomorrow at the uh, Carrington Research Extension Center. It'll start at 6 o'clock tomorrow evening. The Joint North Dakota Water Convention and Irrigation Workshop taking place in Bismarck. That's their 60th annual meeting. It will be starting tomorrow. And Ag Horizons, this is the uh, annual conference put together by nine different organizations in South Dakota. Everything from the Crop Improvement Association to the pulse growers to the soil and water uh, districts. This meeting again in Pierre, South Dakota. South Dakota Ag Horizons tomorrow and on Wednesday. Also, as we look to the calendar, uh, there is a focus in on uh, farm safety, a number of meetings scheduled across the region, trainings really, called Stop the Bleed, a program in Dickey County on December 7th. So uh, coming up on Thursday, we'll have two sessions that day. 2 and 5 o'clock. They'll be moving then to Wells County, Cavalier, Grand Forks County, and more in the weeks to come. This is the Red River Farm Network.